just working in a forensic mental institution in the first place, like, like I said, there's a lot of people there who've like committed some pretty serious offenses. So there's always risk that someone like could do something violent and it's not even like their own fault. Like it's their inherent mental illness that like, there's always a risk there. Um, and we were usually pretty safe. There was always like security that was with us. Um, but they're just walking through the hallways was really intimidating, especially um, as an intern. So they didn't recognize my face, like they didn't know who I was. And you would hear comments and just, it was the type of thing that would kind of like send chills down your spine. Um, just like knowing what some of these folks did, but like kind of having to like ignore it while interacting with them and like knowing that there's a risk that there's always something that could happen and someone could um, have some sort of like outburst. The Mendota Mental Health Institute is a public psychiatric hospital in Madison, Wisconsin. It primarily helps men who've been ordered by the court system to receive health competency evaluations, treatment to competency services, and treatment as a result of being found not guilty of criminal activity because of mental illness. This is where Natalie Misselam spent her summer of 2020 working. Natalie Misselam and I'm a senior at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, studying psychology, sociology, legal studies, with a certificate in criminal justice. This past summer, I worked as a psychology intern at Mendota Mental Health Institute on the risk assessment rotation, as well as working with substance use patients and patients in the Mendota Juvenile Treatment Center. Today, we'll be talking about the emotional labor that you experienced during your internship. For those who don't know what emotional labor is, it's the practice that employees use to package and compartmentalize their emotions to fit organizational norms. This is something that everyone experiences in their day-to-day -day life. Whether it's cheerily greeting people while working at a grocery store when you really feel like screaming into a void, being kind to a retail customer who's screaming at you that they want a full refund on a dress that they bought months ago, or giving therapy to someone who's committed violent crimes. All of these are emotionally straining scenarios that involve emotional labor. So, what are times that you felt that you needed to mask your true emotions in your work environment? I would say that the most apparent times that I needed to mask my emotions was during therapy group, obviously working with patients in a forensic institution. There's all kinds of different offenses that um, can get someone placed into a mental health institution, um, especially with forensic populations, which are people who have committed serious offenses. So having to support um, different offenders who have some pretty violent crimes was always a little hard um, because I'm there as a therapist and trying to help them while also having to kind of mask my emotions and um, some of the feelings that I had towards the crimes that they committed. We were doing patient therapy with a teen in Mendota Juvenile Treatment Center and he had um, some pretty severe personality disorders and some pretty violent crimes that he had offended in the past. Um, and we were doing a therapy with him on like growth and how he's grown since being put in Mendota Juvenile Treatment Center. And he was talking about how in his past he had <laughs> self-identified as a Nazi and um, just had a lot of very um, derogative views towards racial minorities. Um, and he had had a lot of growth since then, but there was still clearly a lot of growth for him to continue to have. Um, and as someone who is very into like studying the fields of um, psychology and sociology of like racial bias in the criminal justice system. It was a little bit hard to um, 
support that growth in a way that didn't support the views he was holding because they weren't exactly the way that I felt personally. Um, and since it's like in an individual therapy session, like I was with my supervisor, so she kind of just took over. While I just kind of like sat there and nodded my head um, just because like I was a little uncomfortable with some of the views that he was um, discussing with us in the session. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I can definitely see how that would be uncomfortable. What's the most challenging part of your job? I would say the most challenging aspect of it is to be able to separate the person from their offenses in the past. Um, obviously, like, being there as a treatment provider, you're giving them treatment, you're trying to make the most of their situation, and they're in a mental institution for a reason because they're there to get help and you want to um, provide the best treatment that you possibly can while also knowing that um, they committed these offenses, that a lot of their um, past or their upbringing or childhood trauma had influenced um, or even just like their development of mental illness. Um, so being able to kind of like separate their crime from what led to the crime or like that person as a whole and be able to provide the best treatment possible um, while having these uncomfortable feelings towards what they've done in the past. I'm sure that separating the crime from the person really does help with feeling the empathy that your job requires you to have for your patients. However, I'm sure that this is still hard to do every day. How did you take care of your own mental well-being and how did you overcome that challenge? Um, I think everyone in the field of forensic psychology deals with this type of thing. There's a culture of compartmentalizing and be the type of person who can find the light in any dark situation. Um, so even though like our patients had gone through a lot of trauma in the past and like committed pretty horrible acts, being able to see their growth and the effect that you have on them um, and focus on that when you leave work rather than the negative aspects um, definitely is an efficient way to cope. <laughs> While hearing about trauma can't be easy, it's good that you're able to leave work and focus on the positives of your day. Similarly to what I mentioned earlier, I'm sure that recognizing the crime and the person as separate things is very beneficial in helping you be empathetic towards people's current situations. This probably really helps relieve any emotional stress that you'd feel if you were constantly having to fake showing empathy to your patients. I personally could not have that job. I think the emotional labor would be too much for me. I would probably internalize everything. So I'm very impressed that you're able to do that day after day. And that's awesome that you want to make a career out of this work because it's definitely very important stuff that needs to be done. Thank you for coming onto my podcast. It was great to hear more about your work and how passionate you are about your field.